Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing players who are making a name for themselves in the preseason and maybe, just maybe, earning roles that were unexpected on their respective teams. So we'll go through it. All right, Sam, preseason, we always talk about it. Maybe it's a little overrated. Wins and losses are definitely overrated, but player performance or players emerging, sometimes it's telling. So without completely overreacting, we will save that for the main PFF NFL podcast. There are certain players who are having a good preseason who might be carving out roles for themselves. So let's go through that. Players who are playing well enough that we'll see more of them in the regular season. Yeah, it's, I think it's one of the most fun aspects of preseason is, look, the, the games, the results are meaningless, despite the Ravens winning, you know, what is it, 19 straight at this point since 2015. The results don't matter, but the performances of individuals do matter. Now, do, not necessarily because it means that if you play well in the preseason, you're going to be great going forward, but because playing well in the preseason can make the difference between what your role was supposed to be and what your role ends up being. Now, whether that's moving from a rotational player to a starter, whether it's sort of securing that starting job, whether it's making the roster because you played well in preseason, I think there's various different ways where you can adjust what the coaches had in mind for you. Um, and some of the players are definitely doing that at both ends of the scale. Joe Tryon is a guy, I, I had the Bucks game this week in terms of writing the recap, and Tryon looks really good. I mean, this is a guy that, Obviously, he was drafted in the first round, so at least somebody thought he had that kind of talent, but I think was more of a project player than um, it, it seemed like he should be in terms of a first-round pick. Like He looks well-rounded right now. He's not just being productive, but he's like breaking out all the pass-rushing moves, and they're all productive. Yeah, that length that he has is just an issue for opposing offensive tackles right now, and He's one of the he was like the first guy that came to mind for the reason for doing this podcast, because Tryon, by all accounts, the way the Bucks structured their team, right? They brought in their entire two deep is back. Their entire team is back from a Super Bowl winning team. So it's like, all right, we're going to redshirt Joe Tryon. We're going to redshirt Kyle Trask, our first two picks. We're going to redshirt all these draft picks. But he can actually fit into this defensive line rotation that already includes Shaq Barrett and Jason Pierre-Paul on the edge uh, that already has Vita Vea as a big monster on the interior. So uh, we might see a package that has Tryon, Shaq Barrett, and JPP, and big Vita Vea rushing the passer. So I think that is a welcome sight for the Bucs that Tryon is, has been so good so early. He's going to be more than just a, you know, a backup, I think, early in his career. Yeah, and it's interesting when you watched the game this week, they were cutting down to the sideline. They were showing, you know, JPP coaching him up in terms of pass rush moves from the sideline. And they were talking about how, you know, and Damakin Sue had been telling him how to get away with, you know, how you hit the quarterback without getting penalized, right? Don't hit him in the head because that's going to be a flag. Push him, push him to the ground. That way his head only beats itself off the concrete and that's not your fault. Um, so like, he's getting coached up by some legitimately sort of savvy veterans who can probably accelerate the development of a guy who's got talent and burst and length and like all the athleticism. I'm not sure Indomitian sues the guy that you're supposed to be getting how to not get well, a penalty advice from. On one hand, he's been flagged a lot for exactly that. So as you say, it might not be the right guy. On the other hand, he knows more than anybody else in the NFL what will get you a flag for hitting the quarterback. Those who can't teach, I guess it is. Um, along those same lines, there's a couple edge rushers on our list here. Um, Gregory Rousseau from the Buffalo Bills. 
another guy, you know, they get him in the second round. He was a potential first round pick. My reservations around Rousseau were that he opted out last year. He was probably a little bit overrated, had 16 sacks in 2019, had a very good season, but probably a little overrated because of that sack total. But speaking of just pure tools and length, just being a problem so far, you could see like the guy's got incredible just range and tackle radius, and he's given tackles fit so far. And it's another place with the Bills where they have so many defensive linemen. I don't know what they were expecting from Rousseau as a rookie, but it looks like he'll definitely be a part of that defensive line rotation. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely standing out. Um, I had that great play against Panay Sewell. Unfortunately, that's starting to look less impressive as Panay Sewell plays more. Um, he's not had a particularly strong preseason so far, but yeah, Rousseau looks like he can make an impact immediately. Looks like he might be the most immediately impactful member of that Buffalo defensive front. The NFL is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players a can't-miss offer for week one. Bet just $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. Take advantage of this limited-time offer now. Plus, you can make every game a big game with same-game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any week one game. That's promo code PFF to get your free $2,000 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. He's got six pressures through two games on 19 pass rushes, all, all per your PFF Elite package. You can see all these numbers and stats and grades. But two of those six pressures are sacks. I'm wondering if Rousseau is going to kind of be like that Chandler Jones type of player who might not be a dominant snap for snap pass rusher, but knows how to take the quarterback down to the ground. will always have a high sack percentage like he had at Miami. And, and I think if you're going to win the way he's winning right now, that's probably going to lead itself towards those high sack totals. By the way, Tryon had three pressures just the other night against the Tennessee Titans. Again, given uh, doing a really nice job from a pass rush standpoint. The other guy who's actually dominating as a pass rusher, not a first round pick, not a second round pick, a seventh round pick, Jonathan Cooper for the Denver Broncos uh, out of Ohio State. And a guy, you know, again, you've got Von Miller, but you have Bradley Chubb, both guys returning this year. Jonathan Cooper essentially competing with Malik Reed for that number three edge rusher spot. And even as a seventh rounder, I mean, it looks really good. And, you know, through two games, one of the highest PFF grades in the entire league. I think Cooper absolutely earning some players, play, certainly making the team and then earning that number three spot as an edge rusher. Yeah, which is a really important spot, I think, for Denver because people think Bradley Chubb is this amazing player. I think he ranked somewhere pretty high in that uh, NFL 100 list that they're putting out right now. Um, Von Miller obviously has been the best pass rusher of his generation, but is coming off injury, off a time where he wasn't that great. So he needs to bounce back. All of a sudden, there's like a question mark about how good this Denver edge rusher or edge rushing situation is going to be. And if either one of those guys falters or if both of them do, they could really use somebody coming out of the blue like Cooper and picking up some of the slack with some um, just situational pass rush. And last year, Cooper at Ohio State, 90.3 defensive grade. And if you, again, have our college package, you could see he actually dominated at the Senior Bowl practices. He had a good Senior Bowl game. Cooper, all the way through last year, 
breakout season for him at Ohio State where, uh, you know, grading at 91.5 as a pass rusher. So he's been carrying that over here in the preseason. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, one guy I want to highlight, uh, he'll play Monday night for the Saints, Jawan Johnson, a former wide receiver turned tight end. It's really early here, but, you know, if you're in those those deep dynasty leagues looking for a potential tight end, 6'4", 230, caught a seam pass from Jameis Winston, still figuring out how to block. But for a team like the Saints that really need playmakers, a guy like Jawan Johnson moving to tight end could bode well for, you know, the opportunities there. Right. Either you're in a deep dynasty league or you happen to be the New Orleans Saints where you just desperately need anybody to emerge from anywhere to provide you somewhere to go with the football. Uh, Sorry, I picked him up in dynasty, so I just threw it in there, Sam. Yeah, yeah. Everybody cares about your fantasy team. That's the way this works. Um, It's advice. Yeah, look, the Saints have they have a role to be earned. And frankly, anybody that steps up in the course of preseason, I think is going to be stealing a march towards that. One guy I wanted to highlight is Jarrett Patterson, uh, running back for the Washington football team. Flashed, I think, in, in the first game, looked a lot better again in the second game, was was doing a lot in all facets of the game, including, you know, even had a kick return in there as well. So that guy is doing everything possible to help himself make the roster. I mean, they've got a really talented group of playmakers in Washington, a pretty stacked backfield as well. But he was the guy that got the the biggest workload um, this past week. Uh, I, I'm really intrigued by what he's been doing. I thought he looked really good. Patterson had an eight touchdown game, 400 yard game at Buffalo last year. Pretty good offensive line there. But yeah, he was an excellent runner at Buffalo. 5'9", 195. And the, I'll, I'll wrap it up with another uh, Washington football team player. It's Samuel Cosme at tackle. And, and this one's a little different because I think he, I think the, the football team was kind of hoping that he would emerge and be that right tackle. And we talked about him on, on a recent episode of the daily, but they, they release Morgan Moses. You still have a Cornelius Lucas there. Who's, who's made a really good career as just being a swing tackle. And you know, if Cornelius Lucas was, you know, the guy they'd be okay, but they want Cosme their second round pick you know, to be the guy. And he's been one of the better run blocking tackles uh, so far during the preseason. So I think Cosme is just locking up his spot as the starting right tackle. Yeah. The only caveat there being back-to-back pass blocking grades in the fifties and just hasn't had that much opportunity to do anything else yet. Like 40 pass blocking snaps so far, that's a game's worth, you know, in the regular NFL, when the real bullets are flying, you would like to see that pick up. Otherwise, you know, you're leaning on run blocking, which is always a risky place to be. Yeah, the good news is you got Fitz there. He's used to that, and he's used to getting rid of the ball nice and quickly. So there you go. It is uh, all the players that are making names for themselves and potentially going to carve out roles during the season. Get all those stats and grades over at PFF.com with your PFF Elite Package. It's the PFF NFL Daily. PFF NFL Daily.